So I want to start this episode with a story. A story is totally made up, but it might sound familiar. Maybe it's something you've experienced. Maybe it's something you've witnessed. But it's the story of Dan, the marketing director. So Dan is the marketing director at a company called First Alliance and Knowledge Enterprises, LLC. They're better known by their acronym, Fake LLC, but they're a B2B company. Maybe it's B2B SaaS. Maybe it's an office furniture manufacturer. It doesn't really matter. What does matter, though, is that Dan really cares about his job, and he does an excellent job staying up to date with the latest B2B marketing trends. Over the last few years, he has noticed a rise in B2B podcasting. Something he's noticed is that his competitors are starting podcasts. He reads a lot on LinkedIn about how he should start a podcast for demand gen and to establish thought leadership. And of course, Dan loves to listen to podcasts. He listens to them when he's working, when he's working out, when he's getting stuff done around the house. After considering it for a while and taking in a lot of different perspectives, Dan decides to start a podcast for his B2B company. He rearranges some things in the annual budget, comes up with an awesome name, hosts it himself. He gets Max, the marketing intern, to reach out to guests and write the show notes. They even hire Fiona, the freelancer, to do all of the editing and things. So with some time and efforts and a little bit of money invested, they launch a podcast and they're excited when it goes off without a hitch. They have a few weeks of content ready to go. There's a lot of buzz around the office when they start and launch this podcast. Everybody's excited that their marketing team has created this awesome podcast. They garner a few dozen listens on the very first episode. Everybody's really excited about this new B2B podcast that they've created. But pretty shortly after launch, uh, things start to take a little bit of a downwards turn. Their listener growth plateaus. It gets harder and harder to create content. People around the office stop listening. Even the marketing and production team involved in creating the show has lost interest in the show, and they're not as excited and passionate about it as they were. And most noticeably, and certainly most problematically for Dan, he's noticed that Nothing has really come as a result of starting this podcast. Their pipeline is the exact same as it was before. Revenue hasn't increased at all. It seems like nothing has really come from the podcast. And so quarter after quarter, month after month, even week after week, it gets harder and harder to justify all the time and energy and money invested into the podcast. Again, this might sound familiar to you. I know I've been a part of creating B2B podcasts that started all awesome and exciting and then pretty shortly after launch trailed off as we didn't see the results we were looking for and as the content just wasn't engaging or high quality. And I have some bad news for you and some good news if this sounds familiar. Uh, the bad news is your podcast might suck. If it's not delivering the results that you wanted to see and if it's just not engaging and people aren't really enjoying listening to it, then there's a problem. The good news, two parts. Number one, I don't think you're alone. I think a lot of B2B podcasts at least start off really rough and the content and the production quality might not be there and they just don't initially see the results that they're looking for. So you're not alone. And then good news number two, I actually think it's really easy to get on the path towards creating better B2B podcasts. That's actually the focus of this podcast. This is the first episode of Better B2B Podcasts. 
My name is Jared. I'm the founder of InPhase Media, which is a B2B podcast production company. And I want to elevate the quality of B2B podcasts. It's a journey I'm still on. It's a journey my team's on. I think the problem is that we're creating these podcasts for our B2B companies and the quality's not there. The engagement's not there. The results aren't there. And so we're doing a disservice to our company by creating something that's just not working. We're doing a disservice by creating sort of a lackluster podcast when our business is doing amazing work. And so I want to elevate the quality of B2B podcasts. In this podcast, we're going to explore some of the strategies that we can do sort of both at a high level and also really, really practically from episode to episode, things that we can do to make our podcasts better, make them more engaging, make the content and production quality higher, most important, drive better results for our businesses. So in this episode, we're going to be talking about two ways in which your podcast might suck, and then literally just the four things that you need to think about to get on the path towards having a better B2B podcast. So without further ado, let's get into this episode. So I think B2B podcasts can suck in two ways. You might be experiencing one of these. You might be experiencing both of these. Number one is that your podcast sucks if it doesn't drive business results. Whether you created your podcast to generate demand or use it as a touch point in your sales process, if it fails to deliver any kind of results for your business, then there's a problem. Something somewhere in the process is broken or messed up or there's just a misalignment somewhere. It doesn't matter how many downloads you get or how many awesome guests you've had or how many five-star reviews you have. Those metrics are important, but they're not necessarily indicators of a successful B2B podcast. Yes, there are business results that are less tangible, but you can always feel the effects of a successful podcast. There's always anecdotal evidence that you are providing value and you are raising awareness for what you're trying to raise awareness for. Or you can see on LinkedIn that, in fact, you are growing your influence on your industry just by how many people are engaging with the content that you repurpose from your podcast. You can also measure exactly how many of your guests turn into referrals and new deals if you use sort of an account-based marketing strategy in your podcast. And so if you don't have any business results and if you can't sort of feel the ripples of what your podcast is doing then something somewhere in the process is wrong. So your podcast can suck if it doesn't provide business results. Your podcast can also suck just if the content and production quality itself is low. And you might say, well, if the podcast is driving business results, then it doesn't really matter how the content quality is or how the production quality is. After all, we're getting these amazing results for our business. And I would honestly say, you're right. It doesn't matter that your content quality is low and that your production quality is low and that your guest booking process is a little bit wonky as long as it's still driving results for your business for now. If I had to guess, I'd say that the reason why you're having so much success with your podcast, even despite some of these content and production issues, is that you have done a really, really excellent job of positioning yourself in a very, very specific niche 
So you're the only podcast addressing your specific audience or your specific problem. So you're doing a great job of being the only person in your space. And so that's going to continue to work until a new podcast comes along that has something better. It addresses the same audience, but has more engaging content. It fixes the same problem, but the production quality is higher. It reaches out to the same guests, but it does it in a better way, and the guest experience is better. Whatever it is, right now, your content might work, your production might be good enough, but as soon as a competitor comes along, you might be in trouble. And as the podcast industry continues to grow and develop and get better and better and better, as more money is invested in the space, as more people are listening to podcasts, it's important that we stay up with the pace of growth across the industry. Otherwise, at best, listener growth is going to plateau. Revenue from the podcast is going to plateau. At worst, we're going to start to lose our listeners and our guests and our revenue to these competing podcasts. So your podcast might suck because the content is bad. The production quality is bad. It might suck because it's not delivering results. But earlier, I promised that the process towards better B2B podcasts is pretty easy to move towards. It's pretty easy to get on that journey. And so I've narrowed down sort of everything that goes into podcasting into four parts. Uh, some people might say that these four pieces are still overcomplicating things. I think that it's a radical oversimplification, but these are the four broadish areas that you need to think about to make your podcast better. Number one is clear goals. Number two, solid strategy. Three, excellent production. And four, constant refinement. And in the next four episodes of Better B2B Podcasts, we'll talk through each one of these specifically in a little bit more depth. But I want to make sure that this episode, you can walk away with things to think about, things to implement into your podcast. And so real quick, we'll dive into each one of these four into goals, strategy, production, and refinement so that you can have some things to walk away with to implement into your podcast literally this week. So first, setting clear goals. When it comes to podcasts, the definition that I would use for goals would be, what do we want to accomplish? for the business through the podcast. It's really important to note the for the business phrase, because if we weren't worried about what implications this would have on our business, we could start a podcast as a hobby on our own dime, on our own time. As marketers, as we're trying to create a podcast for our business, it's important that we establish what we want our business outcomes to be from creating this podcast. It's not enough to say, well, my competitors are starting podcasts, so I should get on it too. Or, well, you know, we know lots of really cool people that we want to interview. It's more important to say quantifiably, tangibly, if we're celebrating a year from now, the radical success of starting a podcast, what are we celebrating? What goals have we set that we are seeing results in for the business? Not necessarily number of downloads or number of five-star reviews or number of shares on LinkedIn. But what has happened in our business as a result of starting your podcast? And this is so important because this destination that you set, this goal that you have in place, becomes your why. Your goal becomes the lens which you view every decision you can make through. It becomes how you track your success. And it has to come from a pain point in your business that you are solving, that it actually provides value to your business. So your goals 
What do we want to accomplish for the business through the podcast? So if your goal is the destination, if your goal is where you're trying to get to, then your strategy is sort of the roadmap to get there, the directions to move towards that destination. Some high-level questions that I think it's important to think about with strategy. What is our target audience? Who are we trying to target in light of what we're trying to do for our business? What people do we need to target our podcast towards to see the results we're looking for? Based on that audience then and based on what goals we're trying to push for, what content should we provide that audience? What content does the audience want? How can we provide value to our audience? And then finally, the third question I'd ask in strategy, how do we bridge the gap from the podcast content we create to reaching our goals? So if your goal is to establish relationships with potential buyers and nurture relationships with decision makers at the companies that you want to work with, then question number three is how do we bridge the gap between inviting this person to be a guest on our podcast and establishing a really great working relationship, or at least the potential for a really great working relationship. What does that journey look like? So strategy at a very high level is the directions or the roadmap to get towards reaching that destination that you set as your goals. The number three thing to think about is production. Again, this is sort of like the broadest topic, the most radical oversimplification of these four things but I would describe it as the creation and growth of your podcast. A few high-level things that I think about in production, I think of things like planning episodes. So whether you are scripting a narrative style or a solo style show or uh, guest booking, how you bring on guests for your interview style show, recording, how do you make the recording process go really well, get really high quality audio and or video in your show, Editing, how do you make the episode flow really well? How do you provide content that is really valuable to your audience? Publishing, how do you get it to different platforms? What platforms are you on? How do you promote the show? How do you get people to come and listen to it? Repurposing, you have this awesome hour-long recording of somebody talking or of an interview or of a narrative style show. How do you turn that one piece of content into a bunch of content that is aimed towards reaching that goal and is part of that strategy that you set? So again, production, I think this is probably my biggest oversimplification of this entire thing. And it sort of hurts me as an audio engineer to boil production down to just one idea, just creation and growth of our podcast. But so far we're at setting goals. What's your destination? Strategy. How are you going to get there? Production, how are you going to provide and distribute really amazing content to your audience? And then finally, refinement. The phrase that I use, the phrase that I use with my team and with a lot of my clients is getting better every episode. I think constant refinement is crucial. I'll give you three reasons why. Number one, we can't be perfect on day one. No matter how much work we put into our first episode or our first recording or our first guest booking process, no matter what we do for the first time, it's not going to be perfect on day one. So we always want to be getting better. We always want to improve our processes and our production. We always want to make things more polished. Number two, your audience will change and evolve. The content that you provide your audience on day one might be valuable, but after six months, 
Maybe there have been some changes in the industry. Maybe there have been some changes in the economy. The last three years have felt like a total roller coaster. Imagine providing the same kind of content to your audience four years ago than you are today. It's just not going to work. So we need to be constantly refining, constantly coming up with new ideas, new strategies, new content types, because our audience is constantly changing and evolving. Their needs are changing. So we need to be constantly evaluating what we want to provide them as a service to them to provide value to our audience. And number three, our business will always change and evolve. The strategies that we were crazy about a year ago, maybe we've evolved out of, maybe we've moved on to something different. The goals that we set two years ago, maybe we've reached those. And so we need to look at other problems to solve in our business. Our marketing messaging might have changed just in the last quarter. No matter what is changing and evolving in our business, things are always changing, growing, adapting, evolving. And so it's important that we refine our podcast to reflect our business, where our business is at, what we are saying as a business. So I'd recommend here with refinement, monthly, quarterly, and annual checkups and evaluations. Monthly to evaluate production. What can we do to make better episodes? What can we do to reach out to guests in a different way? What can we do to repurpose content better? And then every quarter, evaluate our strategy. Are we targeting the right audience? Are we using the right content? What things have we tried over the last quarter that are working that we want to double down on? What things have we tried in the last quarter that just are failing that we should probably try to revisit and rethink or just totally get rid of? And then finally, annually, I think we should evaluate our goals. Like I said, our business can change and evolve. And what we tried to do a year ago, maybe we've already accomplished. The destination that we set a year ago, maybe we've already reached that. And so it's time to look at something different, move in a different direction. Monthly, evaluate production. Quarterly, evaluate strategy. And annually, evaluate our goals and see where we can do better in all of those aspects. The phrase I like to use, again, is better every episode. It's important to check in, see how you're doing, see what you can do better, and do those intentional evaluations every month, every quarter, and once a year. All of these things together, goals, strategy, excellent production, constant refinement, and you're not very far away from creating a really, really excellent B2B podcast. Certainly better than the average, typical B2B podcast. So what do we do now? I know this is just the very first episode of Better B2B Podcasts. But again, I want to make sure that you can walk away from every single episode with something to do literally this week to just make your podcast 1% better. And so this week, I would challenge you to do a few things. Number one, ask, what are our goals? Do we have them clearly written down? Do we have numbers attached to them? How are we tracking them? What are we trying to accomplish as a result of this B2B podcast? And is that actually going to be valuable to our business? Number two, evaluate your strategy. Are the things that you're trying to do to reach your goals working? Or do you not even have a strategy in place? Number three, uh, evaluate your production. How is your guest booking strategy? How is your audio video quality? How's your content? Is it engaging? Are people listening to the entirety of your episodes? Start to poke some holes, see where you can grow, see where you can improve. And then number four, put a plan in place to constantly improve. I like the monthly, quarterly, annual evaluations. 
Every month, evaluate our production. Every quarter, evaluate our strategy. Every year, evaluate our goals and see in all of those aspects, how can we just continue to be better and better every single episode? So that was our first episode of Better B2B Podcasts. I hope it was super valuable to you. Our next episode on setting clear goals for your podcast and making those line up with your business goals is available right now, actually. So head on over to that episode to learn more about what kind of outcomes you could expect from a podcast for your business, how to set podcast goals that are in line with your business goals, how to align your team together to be unified around that goal, all of those things. Head on over to that episode. You'll learn a lot more about goals. Again, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you found some value in it. And I will see you in the next episode of Better B2B Podcasts. Bye.